podcast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugar-coated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of the Unchained Sex Cast. Exhibitionists coming through please. If you read this episode title in the voice of Shrek then we should be besties but exhibitionist coming through is the exact mentality of what the definition of an exhibitionist actually is. So for those of you who've never heard this word before exhibitionist is a kink. It's very simple. Exhibitionist like to be watched, seen, all right, viewed for pleasure. Maybe I feel like some exhibitionists might be a little dramatic because I like, you know, just the people who are like the strut of make sure and look at me. And here's what I love about this. So we do not kink shame. If you are an exhibitionist, then absolutely 100% support you in that kink. And however you want to work through and however you want to live that kink. I've had plenty of clients who are exhibitionists. It's on my, so if you've not taken the BDSM test, I don't even know how we're still here, y'all. Like I've said it so many times, go take the BDSM test. Uh, So exhibitionist on my kink chart was like definitely top five. I want to say in my top five, maybe top seven, eight, I would say the last time I took it, it was definitely in the top five and it changes. It totally changes all of your kinks, your desires, everything changes and it changes with your with the ebb and flow of your sex life and it changes with the flow of your sexuality and it changes with your partners it changes over time and so making sure you're tapping into it and keeping in check like what actually are my kinks right now like what is actually turning me on at this point in my life what do I get up for and I'm like oh fucking bricked for that like I want you to start thinking of of things in life this way, all right? <laughs> uh, this is my new favorite saying. You're going to hear me say it all the time now. <laughs> but I want you to think about things in life this way. Whenever you're confused and maybe you're just an overwhelming, you're just not sure what you want anymore. I want you to think of things. Is it a fuck yes or a fuck no? Is this getting me bricked or is it making me soft? All right. And for our females, you know, like your metaphorical dick, you know what I'm talking about. We all have one. It's your metaphorical penis that I'm talking about right now. So what actually turns you on? What gets you going? What is bringing you pleasure right now? What is bringing you joy? What is bringing you happiness? I think we get so caught up in life and talking with parents because I'm a parent now and I have been for just a few years, but talking with other parents, I can see how easy it is to get lost in this cycle whenever you've had multiple kids 
when you've been married for 10 plus years, um, you just add all those things on. It's really easy to get stuck in these cycles where we push our needs to the back burner. We push our sexuality to the back burner. We push those things down. We say we don't need it. And in reality, those are huge core pillars of who we are as a human. Those are key parts to what makes us us and you and everyone is so unique. So keeping in touch with your turn ons and knowing what is getting me going right now. Like, babe, we've been together for quite a long time. Like what is getting you going these days? I want to know, you know, is there some porn you've been watching lately that I need to know about? Or is there like a fantasy or something that you've been thinking about? Or have you been thinking about anything new that you want to try? Is there a new position you want to try out? These are all healthy examples of how to touch in and with your partner. If you're like, I don't know, to say to my partner how do I even say these conversations just like that hey babe so what have you been watching these days anything getting you hard sometimes it's just as simple as that I believe part of being an exhibitionist let's get into one and if you you might be one like I'm gonna drop you a list if you might be one <laughs> this list is also what my exhibitionists fucking thrive on so I'm gonna call you out and say you might be one if you like um and you're also gonna love all these ideas so I hope you get a little bit out of this episode you know I feel like every single episode you're going to take something away. I don't ever drop a recording and think nobody's going to get anything from this, honestly. And I don't want to sound boastful by any means, but I work really fucking hard to make sure my content is well thought through. It's well planned out. You know, I'm giving you tips. I'm giving you things that you can take away. It's also things that I intentionally plan to talk about. So I don't say that to be come off as boastful by any means, but I put a lot of effort into these episodes. And so I know that you take something away from every episode and I know you're going to take something away from this episode and if you really feel like this podcast has helped you please do me the biggest honor that you could ever do me and that's share me share me with your friends because I'm not produced I don't have any big paid sponsorships that are keeping me going you know someone talked to me the other day uh, about how they spend well over a few thousand dollars a month to maintain their podcast and produce it and I don't do that I don't pay that I am that. And so I'm doing all that work. And just on a podcast, you know, I'm literally doing thousands of dollars worth of work that I'm not getting paid for every single month to produce that. And if you think, well, if you're complaining, then why are you even doing this? I'm not complaining, guys. I'm just trying to show you a little bit of where I'm coming from. And this is my work of heart. This is a work of heart. It's not a work of art. Like, yes, what I've created, I'm proud of, and I believe it's beautiful, but this is a work of heart. This is coming from somebody who's been exactly where you've been. I've been shamed. I've been in a place of not knowing how to communicate my desires. I've been in a place of hardships in my relationship, in my marriage. I've been in a place of hardship about who I am as a person and my sexuality. I have been there, and I've also been through a lot of fucking certifications, 10 years of working in in the public with women hands-on and all of these different types of situ situations and scenarios. I've been in these places and I want to help and this is education that we need. You know, being a sex educator for as long as I have been and working with the group of sex educators that I work with, you know, I can tell you we don't do this because it's paying our bills. We don't do this for any other reason other than we 
are passionate about what we do and we know that people need this and this could be life-changing information for people. And if you're like, oh, you just host a podcast about sex. Not really. If you listen to my podcast, this is not just a podcast about sex. And I don't mean to be on a little rant here today. I just noticed I'm, I'm gonna just uh, wrap up this fucking rant. Jeez. Just know that this is a work of heart. And if you feel like you get a lot from this podcast, then please share me with your friends. Share me on your socials, you know, share me on your Instagram stories. Tag me, inspired by Sierra, S-I-E-R-R-A. I always love seeing whenever you guys share me. That is honestly the biggest honor that you could do for me. So back to exhibitionists and exhibitionists coming through. I feel like exhibitionists thrive a little bit on being caught. There's just something fucking thrilling and juicy about accidentally getting caught. Something spicy about the windows being open and oh, somebody might drive by and see you. It's a huge porn fantasy too. Like I will say a lot of pornos are in the scenes of, oh, I'm in here masturbating and playing with myself and you walked in on me. Oh no. Like there's so many different scenes that have that fantasy. So exhibitionist, you know, if you've ever like really gotten bricked to the thought of somebody walking in on you or you walking in on someone maybe naked or walking in on somebody playing with themselves or watching porn, you might be an exhibitionist. Just saying. There's a few other things that might make you an exhibitionist right now. And like I said, this is something you can flow in and out of. And another one is if you want to have sex in public or you are a fan of PDA, public display of affection, you might be an exhibitionist. I've met people who are absolutely mortified at the thought of just kissing in public and somebody seeing them. And I have met people who are like, I want to fuck in public and I hope that they hear me and I hope that somebody walks in on me. Like I have met people from the opposite a spectrum on this for sure. And if you're at either one or in the middle, that's totally fine wherever you're at. Um, but if you like a public display of affection or if you like messing around in public, then you might be an exhibitionist. I'll also say messing around in public. I just told this story recently of a client who had a remote controlled toy and she talked to me about how she literally walked the entire Vegas strip with the remote controlled toy and her underwear and her husband was like vibrating her the whole time. She's like, I was just orgasming up and down. She's like, I could barely fucking walk by the time we got to the end of the strip. I'm like, I fucking bet, sis. <laughs> I bet. But it's so much fun. There's so many different types of ways to having sex and, you know, doing outside, you know, getting outside your comfort zone and just exploring, you know, like taking the pressure off. Like, let's just explore and play and have fun. Let's just go from there. Let's see what's what comes up. And exhibitionists can look differently for everyone, of course. So don't be afraid to really like think outside the box. Talk to your partner and see what their fantasies are. See what's turning them on right now. See what's getting them brick. Another one I have to point out, if you like to pull the curtains back or have the doors open when you're having sex, you might be an exhibitionist. I mentioned this earlier, but having the windows peaked a little bit with the lights on and it's dark outside or maybe you are like camping and you want to keep the camper window a little cracked or maybe you are in a tent and you want to be a little extra loud so that people can hear you and let you and you can let people know what's going on around you. 
You might be an exhibitionist. Exhibitionists can sometimes just want to be watched as viewing pleasure. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual. Although being, you know, wanting to be watched during sex, that's definitely exhibitionist. Um, so wanting somebody to watch you masturbate, that is a huge kink. An activity that I like to give my clients when we're doing a little bit more internal work and getting more in touch with our femininity and our sexual side is masturbating in a mirror. If you've never masturbated in a mirror, here's your sexy chore for today. This is your assignment. Go masturbate in a mirror. Bend over. I don't know. Sit on the floor. Like use your little handheld. Get creative. Whatever you want to do. But masturbate in front of a mirror and actually watch yourself and watch what happens with your body. And if you're like a frequent orgasmer, then watch what happens whenever you orgasm. Watch what your body does. It can be a turn on. Like if you are struggling with self-love, I want you to go make love to your fucking self and watch yourself do it. I promise if you do this once a week after a month, we're going to be in different places, my love. We're going to be in different places, much better places, might I add. Goes for you guys too. Like if you've ever had a little held back on your cock confidence, watch yourself jerk off in the mirror and like talk to yourself if you want to. I mean, get creative with it. There are no limits. It is what you decide. It is what you find pleasurable. So wanting to be watched during sex, you definitely might be an exhibitionist. Masturbating and watching your partners is super hot. And that leads me to my last on the list of you might be an exhibitionist if you love mutual masturbation. If mutual masturbation is hot for you, then you definitely might be an exhibitionist. Uh, mutual masturbation is fine sex, let me say. Uh, there's so many different ways to do it. You guys have heard me talk about this before, but just watching your partner like from across the room, like this is like some dirty hotel sex. Like, you know, whenever there's a comedian who's like, you know, when you go to a hotel room that there is one thing for certain, like you are going to disrespect that room. I fucking love that comedian. I cannot remember who it is. If you know, you know, but this is like disrespect the room sex. All right. So hotel sex, I want your partner to sit in one of the chairs, like across the room, you know, there's always a chair. And then I want you to take the bed or maybe the other chair. And I want you to play with yourself from across the room from each other. So this is one way to do mutual masturbation. Maybe grab your favorite toy and maybe just start out with your hands, you know, teasing and massaging your body, letting your partner watch you from across the room and make rules. Like this is one of my favorite things about sex is you're the owner of it. You get to make the rules and I love making rules. This is my psychological kinky side coming out. I love making fucking rules. So my rules would be you have to remain immobilized to the chair so you cannot move from the chair but you can watch and move around in that chair as much as you want and I'm gonna position myself right over here for your viewing pleasure and whatever crafty view I find stimulating so maybe let's just say you're gonna put your partner in the chair in the corner and you're gonna jump on the bed doggy style face down ass up baby in this position, they are going to get a view. Let me just say, if they're a voyeur, they're going to be like, huh? This is going to be great, all right? For you, you can still peek back and watch. So it really depends on who the exhibitionist is, who wants to be watched here. And 
if it's you, maybe you're like, I want to be the queen of the show. I love being the queen of the show. And I'm not afraid to admit that or say that. And if you are also the queen of the show, I'm right here for you, bestie. If you want to be the queen of the show, face down, ass up, grab your favorite toy and just let them watch. Give them a show. Tease yourself on the bed. Do whatever you want. Pour some hot wax down your nipples. You know, maybe put your nipple clamps on if you're a little bit more kinky. Um, I'm getting a little deeper here. We like to go deep on this show. Don't be afraid to really get in with it. If you like to be watched, you can get so creative with it in the bedroom. If your partner likes to be watched, you know, maybe you're like, hey, Sierra, I'm actually the shy one. My partner is the one who is a little bit more exhibitionist and wants me to watch him. And maybe you're on that other side. Then maybe find some ways to ease into it. Maybe instead of just doing mutual masturbation first off in person, maybe just have your partner send a video clip of them. Maybe you can get a little bit into sexting and watching and having them watch you through sexting and pictures and doing things like that a little bit first before you get into person. Exhibitionist is a freaking exciting kink and it can keep you moving around and creating space for more. This is, it can keep you moving around and creating space for more. This is an area that you can always continue to grow and explore in. And let me just say, move over exhibitionists coming through. Look at me, baby. Watch all the fun things I can do. So if you are on the other end of this and maybe you are the more shy person and you don't know how to support your partner who loves being watched, here are a few ways that I just kind of wanted to jot off real quick that you, five different ways that you can support your exhibitionist partner. So number one, let them put on a show for you and their lingerie or schoolgirl outfit. Oh, get creative with the outfits and the personas. Um, putting on a little show for them and their lingerie or outfit is just going to feed their soul because you're going to be watching them. And don't forget to compliment, of course. Number two, peek the curtains open a bit during oral sex. So maybe you have that exhibitionist partner peeking the curtains open just a bit during oral sex is fun. Oral sex in general is fun. You can do so much with it, but peeking the curtains open just gives it a little spice. Maybe you're in the hotel room and you have the big open windows and you just want to do a little blowjob in front of the windows in case anybody sees you. Number three, get a little handsy in the car next time you're on date night or maybe get a little handsy in the restaurant. If you are wanting to support your exhibitionist partner, even just a little thigh grab can be super thrilling. Maybe even give them a little grab over the top of their pants or over the top of their skirt in the car or maybe wherever you're at for date night just to kind of give them a little bit of a thrill that somebody might have caught them getting handsy with you. Like I said, it doesn't always have to be crazy acts, but just the littlest thing can sometimes be a huge turn on. And sometimes the littlest thing can make the huge waterfalls. So number four, make out in the movies. When was the last time you had a hot high school makeout session? <laughs> I always say this and grab the bosom buddy from my site because it's a tingly chapstick basically for your lips and your nipples. You can literally rub it on both and have a hot makeout session and then maybe bust out a boob or two for a tasting session too like 
who knows where it's gonna go starting from the mouth go to the neck go to all my favorite places but making out in the movies is fun because it's dark and it kind of like gets you out there to where somebody might have seen us making out number five on how to support your exhibitionist partner ask if you can watch them play with their favorite toy if your partner is the one that loves to be watched just ask them hey can I watch you play with that next time maybe just do it for them like hey babe I got your favorite clit wand out and your pillows all set up in the bedroom. Can I just watch you play with yourself? Most partners are going to happily oblige. If you're like Sierra, I definitely just don't have the confidence for some of the things that you talk about. And I'm going to say we can go back a few steps and have a few different conversations, but find a way to feel confident in it. You know, what makes you feel sexy? What's your version of sexy? I always ask people this whenever they're like, I don't feel confident. Well, what's your version of sexy? My version of sexy could be butt ass nude on a pile of money. To me, that's fucking hot. Love it. Very sexy. You know, for someone else, sexy might be a baby doll nightgown and just cuddling with their partner. You know, sexy looks different for everyone. So find what makes you feel sexy and play with it and and find a way for you to feel confident. You can do it. I know you can. I know that you want more fulfilling intimacy in your life. I know you want more for your sex life and it's possible. I'm here to give you all the possibilities and let you know you can do it. Hey guys, maybe you're wondering what a sex coach does. You're going to find a little bit more information on my site, but I wanted to take a second to make sure you knew that I'm offering this only through September. After the end of September, I will no longer be taking clients until the 2024 year. If you are interested in coaching sessions with me, I want you to pause this podcast, click on the link in the description, and go take a look at my site and see if this could be a good fit for you. The sex coaching that I'm offering right now is for beginners and for people who are brand new to coaching, people who've never had coaching before. This container was made for you guys. I had direct intentions on creating something that was for people who were new to coaching, who were new to the idea of it, and new to exploring your sexuality. So some of the people that I've had take advantage of this coaching so far is couples who want to explore the bedroom just a little bit further, but they're not sure where to start, or single female, or a married female who is wanting to explore their sexuality a little bit more and get in touch with their body and their feminine side. This is what this type of coaching is for. And if maybe you're not sure this is for you, then reach out on a DM. I can definitely answer any quick questions for you, but check my site out, head over to the link right now and look at sex coaching sessions with Sierra um, and see if this is a good fit for you. Last little tip to support your exhibitionist partners, porn, erotic pictures, which I kind of talked about, and lap dances. Like those are so fun because it's more of like a, hey, look at me. I feel like I've talked about this maybe once or twice. So if this is new to you, I'm definitely going to be talking about it more because I love it. But scheduling a pussy worship night or a goddess worship night, whatever language you want to do. I love the word pussy. I think it's a beautiful word. You know, we as as vulva owners need to reclaim that word pussy. And if you've never read the book Pussy, A Reclamation, then it will change your life. I feel like everyone should. Everyone needs to read that book. I like creating or having my clients actually create their own what I would call a pussy worship night. And in this night, this is going to be where the vulva owner dictates what happens, what pleasure is going on.
on what's the scene. This is also great for our exhibitionist vulva owners because they can really create, well, what do I want the night to happen? And what do I want you to see me do? And what do I want you to watch me do? So maybe they can plan out a little lap dance or a sexy erotic dance and really get to seduce you and put on their seduction and their charm and really embody that femininity and I love, I love seeing how these different nights can unfold because everyone's can look differently. And it can be maybe a night of just straight oral. Like you are going to give me oral for 30 minutes until you literally can't give me oral anymore. Like it could be pushing your limits. It could be crazy like that. Or it could just be, I'm going to have you watch me tonight. I'm going to give you a lap dance and I'm going to just rub all over your body until you are so hard you can't even stand it. And then after that, I'm going to have you X, Y, Z, whatever that looks like it can be so fun it's so supporting so if you need more ideas on how to support your exhibitionist partner or maybe you're like oh my gosh Sierra you spoke to my soul on all these kinks I have so many new ideas to try it's what I'm here for. And if you want more, I am also offering sex coaching right now. Maybe you've never had any type of coaching before. This is what I created. It's called sex coaching. It's a three-week container where I support you for three weeks with calls, walkie-talkie, text, and then you have two full coaching sessions with me. And I like to say three-week container because I want you to know that a lot of the work and a lot of the good stuff happens outside of sessions. Our sessions are intense and they are one hour straight. And so we get a lot in that that time and then afterward is time for the real stuff to happen and that's the processing and the downtime and the picking through time and I give you activities to help work through and process all the things that we work through but sex coaching has been a little deeper in some areas but it has also been a little lighter and just of hey you know what I realize that I am a huge exhibitionist and I would love to add more of this in my sex life and sex coaching with me could look as simple as that if you need more than that is what I'm here for. This is literally my job as a coach. And if you have questions, feel free to DM me or email me. My email is coachingwithsierrab at gmail.com. I'd love to chat more and see if coaching is a good fit for you. I'd just also love to support another person who is thriving and striving towards a sex positive community and a sex positive environment. Thanks so much for catching another episode, guys. I super appreciate it. In the meantime, exhibitionist coming through so much for listening to the unchained sex cast for more please follow us on instagram under the unchained sex cast or my coaching page inspired by sierra if you feel inclined please feel free to share us with your friends this is not a sponsored podcast so it is by word of mouth if you liked us loved us wanted to review us please take a second and do so and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow thanks again for catching the unchained sex cast we'll see you on our next episode episode.